Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Convention Confessional. My name is Katie Hunt, and I'm here to guide you through the good, the bad, and the ugly of the convention world. Um, and we're kicking off October, which is my favorite month in the entire world, because hi, horror movies, and ghosts, and Halloween, and dressing up, and not needing a convention as an excuse, and yeah. So October's the best month ever, and to kick off the best month ever, I have brought in a very special friend uh, by the name of Danny Helosa. Hello. How Happy are to be you? here. I'm wonderful. Thank you. Um, Danny, our friend Danny here, um, while we've gone to conventions together and worked together at conventions together, um, is a writer of sorts um, and an award winning um, horror movie short, I believe. Yes. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Uh, if you haven't Just keep seen throwing it, out those accolades. I'm loving I it. I will. I will. Uh, if you haven't seen it, it's called Cottonmouth. Um, it's what? It's about eight minutes, ten minutes? It's even shorter. It's about, it's under five minutes. Um, so it's definitely a uh, micro short. It feels like 10 minutes because you're sitting there the whole time on the edge of your seat going, what is going on? <laughs> oh, I love hearing that. It's but so yeah, good. that was that was the goal with that was to um it's just like how much how long can we stretch the um the dread and suspense and everything. So it's nice to hear from someone, you know, who's seen it that oh. it, you know, to hear that it had that effect. We were successful. So that's nice to that's nice. You to literally know. put like an entire horror movie in that five minutes where it was just like, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And like, okay, nothing's <laughs> happening. Okay, it's fine. Like this is so Michael. And like you turn around and you're just like, ah, it's uh, yeah, you have to see it. If you haven't seen it, I suggest you see it. It's still playing at um horror fests, isn't it? You still got it like entered in some yep. things. It's a it's like kind of winding down in the festival circuit right now. Um we have I know we definitely have one more. Um mm -hmm. Uh, shriek fest in los angeles which actually okay so by the time we're listening to this it actually already <laughs> it already was there so um scratch that um <laughs> that's okay <laughs> yeah congrats but or we'll... no congrats either way <laughs> <laughs> thank you yeah uh, i'll just edit we'll be, it when we wait yeah. for the results <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> what a shame oh, oh it was a great you know, time that's garbage it totally should have won <laughs> and then we pause Oh my god, it that's won. so exciting! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, um, but yeah, and then after once it's done with its circuit, we'll um we'll be putting it up online for free for everyone to see. Um, awesome. Yeah, we don't we just don't have a definite date. Yeah, as soon as it's up, I highly recommend seeing it. But I also recommend you pay for it because artists need money. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Especially these days. I mean, this was, it was funny. This was my first real like official short film and mm -hmm. putting it into film festivals and whatnot. Yeah. And it just so happens that it took place during a global pandemic. So all of these <laughs> festivals were, you know, virtual and which mm -hmm. was still, it was still fun, but mm -hmm. I kind of forgot that there is a sort of, you know, like the whole networking aspect and just being around other people and other filmmakers and seeing their movies, you know, with them. Um, right, right. We missed out on that, but we're still so lucky and grateful to have been a part of the entire process. I, I kind of feel like, too, having it online like that, maybe some more people got the chance to like attend these festivals too that wouldn't be able to. So it kind of oh, totally. Kind of I, helped yeah. out a little bit too. Like, yeah, it sucked, but at the same time, it's kind of like, hey, I yeah. I mean, even pictures. like like you, for example, you watched. I can't remember which festival it was, but. I don't think it was anywhere like geographically close to where you live. No, I so mean, you still I, were able. Like you're a great example of that. 
It might have been the one in Florida. I can't remember. I think you're either right. way. Yeah. Either way, I got the chance to see it and a bunch of other yeah. good horror movies too. So. Yeah, uh, but you also got you stuff. also got Heather Langenkamp as your like star for this five minute movie. Yeah, we um <laughs> we were very lucky um in that regard. Uh, my co director Zach Winsick. Um, we obviously love horror movies and we threw around you know dream names for who we could get to star in it you know in a perfect world situation and heather was literally the first person we thought of because we're huge nightmare on elm street fans um it just so happens that we love her sequels you know dream warriors and new nightmare uh the you know more than the other ones Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a nice little trilogy there um but yeah, it just sort of was like, it was a lot of luck and perseverance, I guess. Uh, Zach had worked on a film with this casting director, Chris Freihofer, who had worked on one of the Hellraiser sequels, which Heather had starred in. And this was all mm-hmm. in Oklahoma, where Zach lives. Mm-hmm. And Zach reached out just on a whim, you know, like, if by any chance you know she's available, we'd love to be in touch with her. So he was... Chris was able to help us out and we sent her the script. We wrote up a little um, sort of like a kind of like a page long pitch just to sort of kind of give her a better idea and understanding of like what the movie was, Mm -hmm. who was behind it, what we were making, what the goal was. And she just said yes. And it, (laughs) it was really that simple. She Heather is genuinely one of the sweetest people I've ever met. Um, The second she came on set, uh, she Zach she took Zach and I into like into the main bedroom where most of the movie is uh takes place and she just had you know she had questions before that we had spoken on the phone and other like you know chats and stuff but she came in and she's just like here's what I think you know what do you think about this can I do that she just wanted some clarification and and she was just such a trooper we shot for you know 12 plus hours um all night it was a one night shoot mm-hmm. and she just was a true professional and so um so forgiving of our any i guess shortcomings as new filmmakers she just let us do our thing and kind of learn as we went and she helped us she gave us these great ideas you know for editing and effects and even just for scheduling we had a we had our night scheduled and she recommended something because we were shooting with a with a with a lot of creature effects um, and she has a lot of history working with creature effects, but also with her husband, they own a um, makeup effects company. Right. Um, they've done things like American Horror Story, Cabin in the Woods. Yep, so yep. to have that insight, you know, as a new filmmaker was just, it was incredible. You know, it's one thing it's like, yeah, you, you know, you get past like the awe that you're working with someone like Heather, which I still haven't really gone over, but then <laughs> <laughs> for that to sort of like come with all of these other great benefits and it was just it was a dream come true it was such a great experience that's yeah that's awesome but like i said if anybody gets a chance to see that movie i you gotta watch it guys you got a full length working too right yeah so i so that so that's that that's the reason why the short is so short because it's really just a proof of concept for a feature Mm -hmm. um the feature script is finished um there are some really, really fun things happening with it right now. Nice. I can't really talk about them, and that's which okay. sounds so like ominous. Um, 
it also makes it sound more important than it is. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it is important, just, Danny. Remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's very exciting to see where this little short is going. The feature's done, and l- things are happening. Is and I get I to play say. a dead body. Of a hundred percent. That's what you told me. That that was the whole deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, what's f- funny enough is the feature is a lot. The way that it turned out, like the final product, basically. Mm-hmm is a lot different than what it what my original idea was in terms of kind of the direction it would go in terms of how horror focused it would be like it's definitely still a horror movie mm-hmm. but I, it ended up sort of evolving a little bit so there are i will say there are dead bodies Yay. there are fewer dead bodies than i expected mm-hmm. right. um but i have no doubts that we can fit you in as one of the corpses <laughs> yes. limited spot killed it <laughs> yeah. yay well i mean speaking of horror stuff um we've come here today to talk about conventions and you have also attended many conventions in your time mm-hmm. my dear yeah um some of which with me uh working with me at kineticon yes. um <laughs> and what a time that was uh oh but God. please you've come with stories my love i'd love to hear them so my stories are more just like chaotic anecdotes and ramblings um because my my whole story with my experience i guess with cosplay is funny i've always been sort of a backseat driver cosplayer Mm -hmm. um in that i (laughs) i don't do any of the difficult work my friends do that (laughs) and then they bring me along for all the fun and festivities and um yeah it started off it started off at around 2012 i want to say when my friend christy lynn my best friend lifelong friend christy lynn Mm -hmm. who's an incredible cosplayer um if you've seen her work you know she's just one of a kind oh yeah 100 Um, she was on the show for uh that forever forks festival she does out there Oh yeah, she's Twilight. She she does the Bella cosplay, and she's just incredible. It's just like mm-hmm. it's kind of wild the resemblance. Yeah, um, it really. Of is. Her and um, Kristen Stewart. Yeah, but yeah, she and my friend Nikki. They well, it, so okay, so my introduction into cosplay started with watching the show Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Um, they were convinced they're like Danny you are going to love this show but even more than that we really think that you would could cosplay the 11th Doctor played by Matt Smith and at that point I knew what cosplay was I knew that they did cosplay but I was mm-hmm. it was so foreign to me um, but you know you had mentioned earlier about how October is like a great excuse to just basically cosplay all month yep 100% um, <laughs> it kind of was like a perfect it was kind of a perfect setup for me because I've always loved Halloween. I've always loved dressing up. Mm -hmm. So then to find out that like some of my closest friends are just going to conventions and doing this as a pastime year round was like, okay, that's perfect. So I (laughs) obviously, I mean, if you're a doctor who fan, you know that like, it's very easy to get sucked in. So I was sucked in immediately obsessed with the show. Still am. And once they asked me if I would officially cosplay and go to conventions with them, I was like, hell yes. So again, though, it's funny because none of my stories when it comes to cosplay have anything to do with like the 
chaos and craziness of putting together costumes and cosplays and everything because I physically did not do those things. <laughs> um, <laughs> Christy Lynn and Nikki walked me through the whole process. They helped. They helped me, you know, track down certain articles of clothing, like for example, uh, the Eleventh Doctor's jacket and his little tweed coat. And then when it came to other things that had to be made, like his shirt and um, I think we even made the bow tie from scratch. Oh, nice. Christy Lynn did that. She just like, I mean, I would, again, like I said, I'm a more of a backseat driver cosplayer. Um, <laughs> I would be there. Pretty, I know. <laughs> yeah, I would be there to just like show <laughs> emotional support, um, like playing Nintendo, like in the background of all Christy Lynn's up until three in the morning sewing um, <laughs> and then like tweeting about it or making Facebook posts. Um, Ugh, sewing is so but, exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> and then I don't think, I mean, please, anyone call me out if I ever like pretended to take credit for any of that, but um, I definitely cannot take credit for any of it. I simply posed and had fun and frolicked through conventions, um, which, uh, which started with Kineticon. In I believe it was 2012. Yeah, 2012 was the first one. So we kind of hit the ground running. It was like, get inducted into the Doctor Who fandom, mm-hmm. sign on to being a cosplayer, and then within a few months we were, you know, getting in the car and driving to Hartford, Connecticut for the convention. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and that's where. So I remember it was funny. So where you come into it was. <laughs> Christy Lynn and I were like obsessed with you, first of all, because you ran the show. You were just like the MC and you just you did everything. So you were like the face of the convention. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, my God, she's so cool. And there was this one point where you came up to us or maybe we came up to you one or the other. And you were so friendly and so just I mean, you you're just your personality is just so amazing. And you were so friendly and inviting. And we were literally felt like we were like the cool kids were like oh shit kitty hunt is talking to us she likes she knows who we are um and that sort of evolved like kind of organically into us just keeping in touch yeah um Um, it was funny when i talked to christy lynn we were talking about um that kineticon um there was a point too you guys had come in for judging when you did your um merlin group yes um and um when Christy Lynn opened the door and saw me and closed the door. <laughs> and it's like, we were all like, oh no, that poor girl. And they just lost. And then you guys came in after. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Just didn't know if it was your turn. Sure. And then <laughs> the Christy Lynn like breakdown of like, I know this is completely irrelevant, but we love you. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> oh no, like, what oh, have no, I done? <laughs> But the whole time that she was doing that, and like I said, like I, I still remember everything she said, obviously. But I can only remember the la- like the whole time she's going around, and I'm looking at you, and I'm just like, "Holy shit, he looks just like the guy that plays Merlin!" <laughs> <laughs> like the whole time, and you left the room, and that's all we could talk about was just like, "Oh my god, oh, he looks so just sweet. like him." <laughs> he looks that's just a like him. Really big and compliment. I- and I, th- I feel like our entire cosplay career together after that, Danny, was just like a slew of, oh, my God, he looks just like him. Like, we made sure that you just like <laughs> cosplayed people that you like looked like so we could just throw people off. Like when we did. Oh, 100%. Let's see. When we did 20. 20- 
2014 because that was the last year we all did Kineticon and yeah. we had the masquerade and we had the glee dating game yes. and ryan wasn't sure if he was going to host with me or not like if he was just going to play like a side character because he was busy because he was like vice president of the convention um and if you remember at first i was like oh yeah you're gonna play kurt mm-hmm. um and then suddenly it turned into sebastian because <laughs> ryan was like oh yeah i can co-host with you and i was like well okay and we like, we made you sebastian from glee and if i can find the picture uh, that's the one i'm using as your like promo picture oh yes please <laughs> because you look just is like that the one where i'm like holding a rose yeah. is that the same we picture? Did the school pictures <laughs> so, so our friend uh krista was the photo booth that year and oh i love we, krista yeah and we, we were joking around we were just like man we're dressed up like like high school kids like i wish we had like those backdrops and she just drops <laughs> this backdrop that looks like the 1998 like classic <laughs> school backdrop remember we had our hands folded yeah just like the the poses and everything (laughs) so funny yeah and then there was the one with the roses and there's like all the roses that we had in oh my god it was so good but i remember that's what oh sorry what were you saying i was just gonna say that's what i mean when i say all of my cosplay stories like my little journeys are all like these little like moments of like Mm -hmm. just craziness because I didn't have, I just was like following. I was like a dog on a leash. You're like, come to the co- convention, wear this, do this, have fun, go out and play. And then through that, I just kind of like encountered these just like really fun experiences. Um, <laughs> most of which had to do with you, especially like in those last two years. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I remember the Merlin costume, especially because of the wig that I had to wear. Um, <laughs> even though I have like the same color hair, there was just mm-hmm. like a little, there were some like, like textural differences. It was a super so, bowl cut. <laughs> yes. And Christy like Lynn insisted I wear it and <laughs> it was hysterical. Um, but I also loved it because there is that, you know, like cosplay is all about, you know, immersion and everything. And there's something about like the more you put on your body, the more immersed you feel in that character and in like the whole environment. So I wasn't mad about it. Not you can't take, you have to take the credit for your Prince Philip costume because you definitely made that. (laughs) That's the good point. That was uh, (laughs) like a hodgepodge of just, (laughs) I mean, I even like my, my shoes were just long white socks. (laughs) Yeah, they were. So I will say I did steal, um, yeah, like the shirt, uh, the shirt may have been Merlin, but then the cape was Arthur. Mm -hmm. It was just like, yeah, it was just a a combination of a lot of things. I forgot about Prince Philip. Oh, I will never forget about Prince Philip. Always to this day, I get anxiety about like, I'm like, am I the reason why? Because I know like there was like, you know, things happen. I know that you had parted ways with Kineticon. Oh my god! Are you seriously going to say that you think you're the reason we don't do Kinetic? I genuinely anymore? was like, I feel like I did such a piss poor job in my performance that like it gave people <laughs> like well, reason. Jenny, I didn't, to second I didn't guess. want this podcast <laughs> to be um, the intervention to let you know that yes, that is the reason. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's not. 
You are not the reason we don't do Kineticon anymore. I promise oh, you. I it. it was not you. <laughs> you were like the last thing that would have caused us from doing stop doing Kineticon. So please rest okay. easy. You're, I will. You're good. I will. But I do remember because <laughs> I it was literally like we so 2014 Kineticon Masquerade, it was Harry Potter and Maleficent themed. Yes. And at the end of the masquerade, spoilers, um, you can watch the whole masquerade on YouTube. It's up there. If you just type in like Kineticon Masquerade 2014. So you can see yourself in your cute little red outfit. You're adorable. Um, and um, at the end of it, the way to resolve everything before we went to awards and AMVs was to um, get rid of Maleficent. And the only way to do that, obviously, is to bring on the person that gets rid of Maleficent in the movie. And that is <laughs> Prince Philip. Prince Philip. What a great idea. You guys are always so clever with uh, with all those sketches and everything. Just uh, the fact that you like combine all of these uh, these different like properties and characters is it's it's impressive. It you know, it's funny cuz like we used to get a lot of crap for doing scripts and stuff for it, but the mm-hmm. the reason for the script was just to keep us on track cuz you totally. don't want to like you want to entertain the crowd, but you also don't want to get off track and like rant for 30 minutes in between yeah. skits. And That's how you, like, lo- you lose your audience yeah. more easily that way, I think. Yeah, and like I said, it was a conflict of differences because the crowd loved it. And then you get like five people online that were just like, yeah, the masquerade takes forever and the hosts are outshining people. It's like, okay, well then maybe the skits shouldn't suck. I don't know what to tell you. Mm. But that's what the convention focused on was, oh, well, you guys are taking too long. It's like, oh, we're t- okay. <laughs> you, they, just want, they literally just wanted Each us to go up own. there and be like, act five, novice. Yeah. Dogs. Which that's that is repetitive. That's what's boring. That's what gets like. I mean, it's fun when you're involved, of course. But the you guys put on a show. You guys put on. It was like an event, which I feel like got so many people excited for the masquerade to begin with. Yeah. So when you eliminate that from it, it kind of I don't know. You're like ripping out its soul. Kind of, yeah. And like I said, it's like it's our show too, you know. So it wasn't like yeah. we wanted to take away from people. And if people ever thought that we were taking away from people, I apologize because that's never the intention. Oh, I the, yeah, no, Katie, I but never you have, got that impression. But you have like a room full of like you know two thousand fourteen to twenty something year olds. It's like you've got to do something to entertain them as well, especially if like things are going downhill as far as like the actual skits are going. Because I yeah. mean, don't get me wrong, we had some amazing people with some amazing skits on there, but some of them were weird. if you're not in on a very specific joke you may not understand the sketch right right like some of it was just like oh okay well that cool i remember one time um and this was before um you and i had met um i think it was 2011 i want to say it was 2011 and there was a skit that was at the end of the masquerade and I don't remember the guy's name. Everybody, like anybody else that was there, like knows who this dude was. I've just blocked his mm-hmm. name in existence out of my memory at all costs. Because, <laughs> bye. Um, but long story short, he, um, yeah. Long story short, he basically went on a tangent. Like th- I don't know what the skit was about. I just know that he oh sat there god. and thought he must have been like a stand-up comedian or something. I don't know. Oh my god. What I do know is that in the time he was standing up there ranting and raving and acting stupid and no one was taking him off stage, we judged the entire masquerade. That's hysterical. So he's just like, I'm just yeah. going to like I'm going <laughs> to redress this convention as my like one act show. Basically, and like we sat you like, guys at the can table just work around me. 
we were sitting there at the table and about 10 minutes into it i'm just like he's not gonna stop let's just do this so we're judging and in the meantime he's going off and finally at the end of it i think i was the one that was like okay enough bye just slowly closing physical curtains over him yeah like literally like you gotta go someone get the hook like (laughs) oh yeah just yank him off yep that's funny yeah, but oh god, yeah, that was the year that we judged the entire massacre, and then and then of course the person that's in charge of the judges comes over and goes, "Okay, let's go to judging." We're like, mm, "We're done. <laughs> let's watch the AMVs." <laughs> oh. oh, that's funny. Yeah, um, yeah, the masquerade is fun. I I remember the f- yeah the first time. I I keep throwing off because I know 2013 is the summer that I came back in that was when i had the the doctor's new outfit from season seven right you had like the purple, the purple coat. Frock. yeah yeah so that was I, I i know i performed that year but i'm trying to remember the year before i think it I was thought just you guys christy did, lynn i yeah because i think it was just you and christy lynn as the doctor and christy lynn right because the second year yeah. you had the headphones the first year you guys just did um it was like a little skit right i cannot for the life of i don't think i was in that one so didn't, I thought you guys competed in Merlin, too, at some point. That's how you got judged in. Yeah. So Christy Lynn, we just did, that was just for costume, like, just for, like, the look. We didn't do an actual performance. But then Nikki had a, a great one for Attack on Titan, um, oh, Talk okay. Titan to me, which was so oh, clever. Right, right, right. right. Um, and then Christy Lynn and I did the Dr. Oddity, um, which was, like, a, we did, like, a spoof song of like the doctor basically the whole premise is the doctor breaks into david bowie's recording booth when he was recording space oddity Mm -hmm. because he was offended by the song um because he thought it gave space a bad image so he basically records his own version of the song um and then clara comes in and played by christy lynn and she catches him and she's like what are you doing he explains it and then he tries to like figure out a way to not basically give in to her demands to change the song back but then of course ultimately does right right Um, right that was fun we um we recorded that like the actual audio at christy lynn's house um and (laughs) the whole process of just writing the lyrics and performing it was was very fun but it was nice to have christy lynn sort of like you know, she was always the one who's putting in the physical labor of like building these costumes. So finally the tables turned and she got to just sit back and relax and watch me, you know, sweat and suffer as I'm <laughs> trying to, you know, basically just <laughs> making a fool of myself doing, I'm like doing Matt Smith as David Bowie <laughs> and, and then singing, which I don't do, but I was like, we're going, we're going to get through this. Yeah, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's like WWKD. What would KD do? <laughs> A hundred percent. Katie would just do it. <laughs> and she would do have a it. fall. Yeah. That's literally was my thing. Like people would be backstage sometimes. They'd be like, I don't know if I could do this. And I would literally just grab people by the shoulders and be like, you're going to fucking do this. And they're like, okay. I'm like, get on there. And they're like, okay, bye. Miss you. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Although I do remember um, 2014, you were involved in a lot of stuff in 2014 because you did Masquerade. We did the dating game together. Yep. Um, that there's no footage of that dating game anywhere, which kills which me. Which makes because, me so sad. Oh, it was so good. It was so that whole opening number thing was so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was um, just so much fun. Well, when mm-hmm. we had when we had started that, when you had asked me to do it, we um, it's funny because we all live in different 
states we're all like so far away so a lot of it is just like communicating through text or whatever and mm-hmm. then like the various meetups so then when we yep. get there it's 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 really intense how yeah. everyone just has to sort of get on the same page and it's like it's a controlled chaos but and mm-hmm. it's like we i meant i dropped this before but like it's a good chaos it's fun it's like that's i think how it works you have that a very electric energy going right um, and if the rest of us had worked together for so long together we just do it like we don't even think yeah. about it anymore we just all fall mm-hmm. into place second nature we all, right we all know our parts and this is what we're gonna do and i always feel bad like not feel bad like oh man i feel so bad for you but it's like i always feel bad <laughs> having someone new come into that like aesthetic and not and just being like oh my god how are they doing this <laughs> She's <laughs> like, we're here and we're practicing. Where are you? And it's like, I'm making my entrance now. Well, again, like you were, I mean, you are like you're cosplay royalty. That's why you're running this amazing oh God, uh, cosplay podcast. You are though. Um, that's what got really? me excited about being involved in all those events. Cause it was like, literally, I know this sounds like flattering and stuff, but like it was genuinely so fun to, and it felt, it was a big deal for you to be like, to invite me on board to feel a part of that. So it gave me that extra boost of um, just like, I don't know, like it sparked that energy to want to do more, to really like put my best foot forward. Um, and it made the whole experience so fun. The only downside though, I will say is it makes the convention experience go by so fast because yep. <laughs> you're so like, you're just like your hands are in every pot yep. basically. It's- it's true. It's like it it happens like at, like literally you snap your fingers. You're like, it's Sunday. Where did I go? Yep. Like, where am I? <laughs> yep. Who, who are you? You wake up next to weird. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> and then you just wake up with that like post-con depression. You're like waiting for next year. And um, but no, that was fun. That was so that. Yeah. 2014. That was that was the last year I was at Kineticon, which is I know. so weird that it was that long ago. Um, yeah. Right. Like but, it, it feels yeah. like it was just like a couple of years ago, and now you're just like, oh my god, that was almost seven years ago. Never mind. That's insane. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, that that was the year we did twelfth. I did I I did the twelfth Doctor just to be fun. Um, yep. even though I shared the only resemblance <laughs> I think I have is the is the arched eyebrows. But that, no, you look it. just like him. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> you literally walked out of the bathroom with the baby powder in your hair, and I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like are you kidding me right now what have you done with danny where is he which is another picture that i could probably use for promotion for this but it's like oh please that was so much collage i have a collage of all these pictures of you and people are gonna go oh my god is that the same guy but like it is (laughs) i love it it. um you did you did 12th doctor though uh not 12th doctor 11th doctor for the roast of tony stark uh i think i that's a I feel like it was 12 because I remember 12 being sort of like cantankerous and I wanted to lean into that. See, it was one of the, it might've been 12 because I think you baby powdered your hair for the day. It could have been 12. But, but I remember Katie, you did one of the doctors. You. You're right. Like, <laughs> yeah. It was definitely one of the doctors. Um, can, I be, can I be real honest with you? Yeah. <laughs> so we did that roast of Tony Stark, right? Uh-huh. And. I remember Ryan had made all of you like pretty much write out what you were going to say, like your jokes and everything. Yeah. So um, my entire rebuttal at the end, I just made up standing there. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Because Ryan in the full script for it, like when he finally gave me what everybody else is going to say and everything, he was just like, and Katie rants at the end. 
That's it. That's all he said. I had no lines. I had not a one. He's like, I believe in you. And he walked away and I was like, great. So I'm sitting there the whole time. And I thank God I had sunglasses and stuff on because I'm sitting there the whole time with my eyes closed going, what the fuck am I going to say when this is done? <laughs> and I'm listening and I'm catching bits off of what everybody said. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, and I'm just like nodding along like, okay, sure, sure. But like I said, in like the back of my mind, I'm just like, I feel like Brian has way too much confidence in me <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> and this is one of those moments. Um, but the video well, came up. Well, that's not when- easy because oh, you're God, doing it- improv. You're improving as a fictional character. Oh, and it was mean too. Like it wasn't like, <laughs> like oh god, I felt so bad. I remember because I remember after it's like I said, you do it and you don't think about it. You say what you say in the yep. moment, and it is what it is. And there, yep. like the guy who was playing the Cyclops for us, wicked nice guy. He was a little <laughs> bit heavier set, and like I said at the time, I don't think about it because again, maybe I was paying half attention. I didn't know if that's what he was going. You know what I mean? Like I don't know yeah. what his. Plus, you're just I mean, like you said, you're just in it. You're so deep in right. it, and you're trying to. Th- put on a good uh, performance but i totally made a fat joke <laughs> oh. and i was like oh man and like i said looking sure back at it now it was all in good fun yeah yeah and i just remember coming off stage after the guy she's like wow the fucking brutal fat joke man i was like i'm sorry and she's like wow and like to this day whenever i see that rant i'm just like oh man i remember i like i don't know if i wrecked that dude's night or if he was just like impressed i don't know what it was <laughs> it i was still a feel true, bad it was about a it genuine roast like there right. were no uh yeah no punches yeah. were pulled whatsoever. no no exactly i was just like i was given a t- i was given a task and i i knew yeah. what the assignment was and i completed the assignment <laughs> i love it and you killed it <laughs> but yeah oh god um yeah no but there was something there was on we roomed together yes and that's with the redhead do you remember the redhead no i don't i, re- I remember who was there but i can't no no so you had redhead? gone you'd gone downstairs to a, the rave or the dance or whatever it was oh that's right you katie you're like literally opening up memories that i completely forgot about like coming into this episode i'm like okay i have some fun stories oh i'll talk about that and that i forgot about the rave (laughs) yeah oh yeah that but i just remember like and i don't remember all the details of it it's just i remember you coming back to the room and just being like okay so there's this guy and he's he's got got red hair and we're just like uh-huh where, where are we going with this babe like what's going on? and i just remember you like ranting about like this redhead kid and it was i just it was funny i'm gonna get ripped apart for this because everyone i never knew this about myself mm. but um apparently i have like a thing for gingers you've noticed <laughs> and i would have never like i've never actively been like oh yeah i like that person because they have red hair but then you look at like the people that i've dated in the past and i'm like oh wow there is a there's a very ginger pattern leading up to yeah. me right now. And that's that's so Weasley, funny, though. Weasley family's not safe with you. No. <laughs> well, what's funny is uh, my boyfriend, Cody, and I, our first Halloween costume that we had ever done together was Harry and Ron. And, of course, oh. he was. And his hair is not even that red. It, you know, like. Yeah, it's like a said, little, it's like he's got like, like a little like goldish red going on. Yeah. Yeah. It gets, it's like hints of ginge, but that's about mm-hmm. it. Hints of ginge. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. That's gonna be his autobiography. Hints of ginger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god! If it's not, I'll be very upset. If that's <laughs> Me not too. Like, the actual working name for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, Danny! Thank you so much for coming on the show. It is always a delight oh. talking to you, dear. 
Katie, it's such a delight. To, I, I, the, when you texted me, I there was not even a second of hesitation. You asked if I could, <laughs> I could be on it, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I, this, yes, please, thank you. You guys, it's happening! It's happening! <laughs> it's happening! I've been waiting for this text. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been sitting by my phone for years, hoping <laughs> you would start growing. a podcast, and then hoping you would invite me on it. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Short movie, who cares? Yeah. Podcast? Yes. <laughs> um, is there anything you would like to promote while you're here, my dear? Huh. Well, yeah, I just have, we talked about it earlier. I have my uh, my short film, Cotton Mouth, mm-hmm. that I uh, wrote and co-directed. Um, that's still in the film circuit right now. It, again, at the it's kind of like at the tail end of it. So it'll be it'll be coming out of that soon, which will let us put it on. Um, you know, Vimeo and YouTube and everything um, mm-hmm. for for free. Just go out and watch it. Um, right. Yeah. And then honestly, right now, I've just been sort of heads down writing for mm-hmm. most of the pandemic um, yeah. and just working on that. So if you want to just, I don't know, keep in touch, give me a follow. Um, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Danny Salem. Um, yeah. And that's it. I had uh yeah. Um, what, as far it? as costly goes, um, <laughs> it's one of those things that sort of like, kind of like, I don't even know, like, I'm not actively cosplaying right now, but when the opportunity comes, I try to jump on board. Like, um, Christy Lynn, who I had mentioned earlier, she and some friends, well, she and Nikki and my our friend Lauren, they came to New York when I was living back in Brooklyn and for the Cherry Blossom Festival. And they have cosplay um, there in the in the park. So, of course, I, you know, threw on my 11th Doctor outfit and grabbed my sonic screwdriver. So, like, things like that. But I am hoping, Christy Lynn and I have talked about kind of doing a little comeback tour, so to speak, where we can do some old cosplays, some new cosplays, and just have fun. But as of now, there's nothing actively um, happening. But soon. But soon, with an asterisk. Soon meaning soon, soon, or soon later. <laughs> or soon, never. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. Soon is a dirty lie. <laughs> um, well, let's see. What I'm going to promote something real quick. Uh, my book's coming out. Oh, my God. I wrote, yeah, I wrote a book. Um, it's about <gasps> me. I'm terrified. Um, it's got some juicy stuff in it. It's got some... Uh, life stuff in there that i hope that somebody will pick up and read and go hey you know what i've been through it too like that's exciting that somebody else kind of knows how i'm feeling um a lot of behind the scene convention stuff um some stories that i've already shared on the podcast already um in a little bit more detail in book form uh and yeah so that book is going to be called um that could have gone worse uh, life lessons from a dinosaur cosplayer and it should be out oh my god katie i'm so excited about this i had no idea that was happening <laughs> now you do <laughs> order on amazon kids order Amen. on amazon <laughs> oh hell yeah people buy that book i'm 100 buying it and i'm very excited about that <laughs> well thank you everybody um, and um happy uh happy october yeah happy october this is the best month of the year it is um yeah cody and i are still debating what we're going to be i really want to do um dewey and gale from the from the last act of the first scream mm-hmm. um mm. i'm even sporting a, a mustache right now because i'm trying to get into that like dewey mindset yes. 
Um, I just have to make sure I can get all because, like I said, we're doing a lot of traveling. So I want to make sure I get all of the uh, costumes and just all the pieces and parts. Um, right, right. In time. But um, we'll see. I'm thinking I can't decide between Ghostbuster or uh, Seymour from Little Shop of Horrors. I haven't decided. Oh, yet. my God. Both are great. Can you I like know. can it be interchangeable where you like throw on the jumpsuit and then take it off? Well, I guess you well, couldn't really do that with Seymour because that's <laughs> maybe maybe the right. maybe the yeah the Cinderella Scratch reveal that. where I pull a string and it just like unwinds itself. <laughs> yeah, I'll get right on that. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Katie, I know you have a book coming out and you're running this podcast and you work and you you know you're dealing with a global pandemic, but try to make that happen. Okay, just for you, baby, I will make that happen. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right, folks, have a good night. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. <laughs>